0: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest.
3: Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people
4: The school of Tupac, I'm a robber. Yeah. You don't want to what?
1: Ask yeah, I'm not your average Hold up. I don't want to ask you a question
4: real quick. Let's just keep a real straight shot with no chaser. I'm going to get a little bit rough. Here. Uh, we who we? I'm here for it. those who really believe in the American process. All of us. Straight shot, no chaser. With your girl, Tesla Figaro, on the Black Effect podcast network. What's happening, straight shooters? This is your girl, Tesla Figaro. I am deeply disturbed. I can't lie to you. I won't front. I will not pretend to be okay. I just finished watching the president of the United States, Joe Biden, talk about the rise in crime and new legislation that will be moving forward to reduce gun violence. Because I grew up in the crime bill era, If you follow me, you know how passionate I am about the 94 crime bill. You know, that is one of my number one things that I advocate for. That is a topic that is very personal to me because I know so many individuals that have had their lives ruined as a result of the crime bill. I have never been of the position that someone that commits a crime should not be penalized. My position has always been that people that commit crimes should not be over penalized. When I look at the fact that I know so many that have lost their entire lives, 10, 15, 20 years, first time nonviolent offenders and came home to have to start all the way over due to the crack cocaine disparity and white folks that sold Even more drugs caught with those drugs that didn't even do half of the time when you compare to people that I know that were never even caught with drugs, but just the conspiracy alone lost all of their 20s and half of their 30s and even some of their 40s. I literally had anxiety watching President Joe Biden talk about uh, the crime bill. It was very real to me. In fact, I went on TV immediately after. If you want to go check that out, it is on my Instagram. But I talked to my Instagram folks and I can literally see the red on my chest. Uh, it's almost as if my body is reacting um, to what I saw that is how deep my spirit is disturbed on watching Joe Biden talk about doing something about crime. I haven't had a lot of time to process this. You are getting this raw immediately after he spoke. I do want time to see what they're proposing. I do not want to speak from complete bias. I want to see, you know, the entire proposal. I do know that, there is a rise in crime due to COVID. It makes total sense. Um, anytime folks can't work, can't find jobs, housing, resources, you can rest assured uh the, the poverty of that, it, direct result of the poverty is a rise in crime. So I am not suggesting that the numbers are falsified, although there are people that say that. I'm not suggesting that, Something doesn't need to happen to crime. What I'm really speaking to today is the trauma associated with those that experienced uh, the result of the 94 crime bill. And early on, when Joe Joe Biden was running, that was my issue uh, with him. My issue was if you want Joe Biden fine, but he needs to fix and reverse the damage that was done. And because this year has been a disappointment. As far as to me, the black vote is concerned, because we still, as of right now, today, have not passed the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act. Now, that may happen on Friday, June 25th. We'll see. Um, Right now, I am recording this on Wednesday, June 23rd. And as of right now, um, the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act has not been passed. As of right now policies that we've asked to get debt relief college debt relief what joe biden promised at least ten thousand dollars not all college debt but at least ten thousand dollars has not been passed because nothing has been done so far on health care and making sure that people have access uh, that is more affordable because obamacare is not enough because there hasn't been any uh Policies directly related to the African-American community, although there was an Asian-American hate bill passed because Joe Biden went down to Tulsa, Oklahoma and didn't even bring the three living survivors, not even an Amazon gift card at best. uh, Brought them nothing at all except. The direct order to go out and double down on more voting. Because this week, the Voting Rights Act uh, is clearly not passing. I'm feeling some type of way about him talking about crime. You know, maybe it's the timing of it all. Maybe um, it's the past trauma. I don't know. But I am going to be interested to see how fast they move forward with bipartisanship on the rise in crime. Now what I do know is Republicans are always against background checks for gun dealers because it does hurt the profit at uh for gun dealers uh to be able to uh sell guns. So I know there'll be some pushback on that, but I'm I'm very interested to see how they're going to negotiate this, what they'll take out, what they'll put in, and I am deeply disturbed to see who are we going to classify as the gun dealers? Who will that be? Will it be the gun dealers that are really the gun dealers, those at gun shows? Will it be uh, those in the underworld that have access to hundreds of thousands of guns, which are surely not black people? We don't bring them over here. Or will it be the kid on the street that sold a gun to his friend and now he will be penalized uh, as heavy as someone that is dealing arms. That is the concern that I have with this particular uh, proposal. I will not speak uh, prematurely because I am not familiar. And I never want to speak in absolutes. And I certainly don't want to speak without the information. The reason why I'm talking to you now is because after I watched the speech, you know, I did a political commentary. For those who don't know, I am a political commentator, contributor on BNC Black News Channel. Please check me out. I'm pretty much on every day. And I had to give my reaction, my raw reaction. And and this is it. So I wanted to share it with you as well. And um, just want you to pay attention to that as we move forward. One thing for sure, we're strapped with the knowledge this time. We are strapped with the knowledge. I'm using that metaphorically because we're talking about guns and and we are definitely strapped this time around. So this is not 1994. Uh, We will be paying attention. We will be putting our folks on notice. So that's that. Second part of my commentary, I want to talk about this Voting Rights Act. You know, I want to talk about how Democrats and you've heard me say this uh, many, many times. I'm not a Democrat or Republican. I am an independent. I lean left on most policies outside of small business. I think Democrats are crap when it comes to small business and small business growth, particularly for black people. And I think black people, one of the best ways to get out of poverty and to provide generational wealth is through black business. And Democrats are terrible on that. But other than that, most of the policies I agree with. And because I criticize Democrats so heavy, folks have mischaracterized me as being a Republican or helping Republicans, which I never gave a damn. But now you can see. Right in front of your eyes, those who criticize me in the past, you can see what I've been talking about. You can see the backdoor uh, access that I've had. You're seeing it in real time. You're seeing now of uh, the political theatrics, this good cop, bad cop shit that they're doing. You see that uh, Joe Biden's sole purpose was to get Trump out. And that's it. You know, remember, he never talked about policy on the campaign trail. He talked about being a healer in chief. His main concern was the soul of America. And depending on your view, I don't know if the soul that I know was even worth saving. Let me say it again. Joe Biden's campaign was saving the soul of America. I don't know if it was a soul worth saving because the hundreds and millions of souls of my ancestors would disagree. But I digress. I'm heavy on Democrats as a reminder because 90% of black folks vote Democrat. So, I am a person in this space that prides myself on speaking directly, advocating for black issues. I can talk across the board. I could be a all, all, everyone matters, and everyone does matter. But I'm in this space uh, to talk about black issues um, because it is very few of us, honestly that really consistently do it. They'll switch their narrative up, you know, according to their audience. My audience is the same. And my concern has been, always will be, how does this affect my community? And I only know one community that I come from. So with that said, that is why I am hard on Democrats. And I'm I'm watching how, you know, the, the older generation's always talking about vote, 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 vote. vote. And generation, some of us in X and Y and Z are over it, really over it. Um, They're over the fact that all you talk about is voting and you don't present any options that we should vote for. And then when you tell us we have to vote, we have to get Trump out. This is mandatory. We have to have the Senate. Once we're in control, it's over with games are over. We're coming in guns blazing and we see this piss poor leadership. A lot of folks are like, hey, what's the point in voting anyway? You take the rights, you do, you do, you don't, you don't. Now, I don't, I am not in support of that. I know that the long term effect of that will hurt us overall collectively as a people, particularly on the local and the state level. But I'm trying to paint a picture for you on why people don't give a damn, why you don't see them up in arms, you know, talking about this. Go through your Instagram feed, go through your Facebook feed, see who's really talking about this voter rights thing. And see how passionate they are about it. And most folks have just decided I'm over it. Fuck it. Because even when we have power, we still don't have power. So I can only blame Joe Biden and his administration and Democrats for allowing themselves to continue to be slapped around by the minority party. This idea of I want bipartisanship. I want us all on the same page. It's over with. You're either for or against us. Plain and simple. In the filibuster now. This coward position of, well, I don't want to end a filibuster because if we end the filibuster, they're going to use us in the long run. So what? So what? If you end the filibuster and get shit done, the majority of people in this country are liberals. So if you end the filibuster and get shit done, you don't have to worry about losing power, you idiot. And and I'm when I say idiot, I'm talking about those that don't know. I'm not talking about those in power because those in power know exactly what I'm talking about. They know exactly uh, that what motivates people best is results. Most candidates, when they're running for office, trust me, I have the results. I have the record. Look at the results. I work with too many candidates all over this country. To sit up here and pretend as if they don't understand their results is the most surest way to get people to the polls. The only people that don't get that are those that are unfamiliar and are buying into their bullshit talking points and running with it. So it makes you wonder. Are you working with them? Whose side are you on? Whose side are you on? Is it because you benefit when we lose? Is it because you need another reason to get people to go to the polls? What is it? There's a lot of people that have a lot of different opinions about that. You choose to believe what you want. But what I do know is Joe Manchin holding this party by the balls who only represents one district makes no sense to me. Well, we don't want to upset Joe, Joe Manchin because we need his vote. He's not giving it to you anyway. So if he's not giving it to you anyway, what do you have to lose? If the Republicans are not working for you anyway, Why not in the filibuster? Because when they get in power, they're going to run you over any damn way. So saying they're going to use it against us. They're already using everything against you. Voter suppression. They're using against you. When they get in power, they're going to use it against you. They're going to make sure that they don't do anything. Trump would never stand for this shit. And I'm not saying that as a compliment to Trump. I'm trying to show you the difference between gangster politics and this soft shoeing that's coming from the Democrat party. Speeches about we're united and we are not going to let this stand. Ain't nobody scared of y'all. Ain't nobody scared of y'all. What are you talking about? United in what? You're united on your knees. Let me say it again. You are united on your knees. We will not let this stand. Who's scared of you? Nobody. Literally one of the Republican senators, I can't remember who it was, but I saw her on the news and she literally When they asked her, what do you think about the Democrats, you know, about what they're saying? She literally laughed. (laughs) Please. I mean, they're laughing at you like a clown. You're looking like a straight clown. And nobody's believing these idle threats. Because they know you're not going to do a damn thing. You can't make Joe Manchin get out of office, but you can definitely strip his his committees. You can take his power. You can show him a lesson on we will not be worked against. You will either with us or against us. And if you're against us, go be a Republican. Let's just get you out the way and go be a Republican. Do you know how many folks in my generation and younger would ride for you just to see that type of leadership at least one time in our lifetime? Sure, you know. So I must ask, why do you continue to do what you do? What's the motive? What's the angle? What's the demo? What's the MO?
0: Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Mini Driver.
4: smart and intellectual I'm kind of smart I think like it would be fun we have the best conversations like we have fun but then he would treat me like crap
1: listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app Apple podcast or wherever you get your podcasts trust me you won't want to miss this one
2: hi there I'm Bob Pittman chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia welcome to math and magic stories from the frontiers of marketing This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest.
3: Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air.
2: I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics and the magic the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math and Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast.
4: So I am uh this week just very disgusted as usual per usual. I'm hoping that the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act will include qualified immunity. If it does, I will be the first to say Thank you for getting something done. I know a lot will be taken out, but I'm hoping that that will be included simply because they were the ones that pushed qualified immunity on everyone saying that it had to be included. So do what the hell you say you're going to do. I'm hoping that works out. I am praying that the Derek Chauvin sentencing uh, will be in our favor. I know that because he doesn't have a prior background I know that the minimum can be 12 years I know people will find a complaint even if it's 99 years somebody's gonna say oh it should have been 101 so there's always going to be you know somebody that's not happy there's always uh, you know going to be you know the 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 most would be an eye for an eye you know him lose his life um but that's not gonna happen so there'll always be you know something we can do more. Uh, but I am hoping to see a substantive sentence sentencing. And so we'll see that on Friday. If you don't know, the sentencing for Derek Chauvin is June 25th on Friday. And I am hoping that, uh praying that, You know, we see some some decent sentence and this is where prayer comes in. You know, the Bible says faith without works is dead and we've done the work and now you can go ahead and pray. My issue is when people pray and they pray in the passive on the knees position and do and and refuse to do anything about it. uh, It does require the work. It does require the faith. Uh, Both of those things work collectively. And I believe that we have done all that we can. Shout out to Keith Ellison, who is up for reelection next year. He's done all that he can. And so I, I really want to see that uh, end in a, in a very substantive way. Um, but I also want to remind you that it's not over. This is just one case. We have so much more to go. The movement is fatigue. You can tell because Ronald Green, we should be in an absolute uproar. And we are not. Uh, we've had a couple of different issues, you know, since then that you would think would have shook us again at its core. And we are not just to be honest. So that was one of my, um, one of the things that I knew that when Trump got out of office, people would stop paying attention. I was enjoying seeing people woke for the first time. Um, but I know their woke was a tie to, was tied to a personality, president Trump. And this is when they go in and do the most damage when you go back to sleep. So I hope you continue to ride with me as a straight shooter with straight shot, no chaser. And let's just keep on, you know, working this out. I'm going to be here because I'm called to do this work. Even when I try to do something else, I keep getting pulled back because I promise the private sector pays more, less stress, less drama (laughs) and less headache. But this is what I've been called to do. And I'm going to keep being here until the wheels fall off. If you didn't get a chance, check out my episode last week. Let's talk about sex. I did enjoy that episode. Got a chance to mix politics and sex. In case you don't know, they always mix. And if you don't know, you now you know, and you probably don't know much about politics. But also go check out my fiction book called Kitty's Litter, Politics, Power, and Passion, where I combine all of those things if you haven't had a chance. That book's been out uh, since 2015, but it's a quick uh, short story read uh, that you may enjoy Also, coming up uh, on next week, we have Ebony K. Williams, uh, who is also on the Black Effect Podcast Network. She is the host of Holding Court, My Sis, and she's also uh, the newest cast member on Real Housewives of New York. So I sit down and chop it up with her a little bit. Let me know if you're enjoying this new format. I'm giving you commentary and interviews. I know. Most folks that follow me want to hear my view, Um, so I have included commentary, not because I like to hear myself talk or because I am narcissistic, but because um, those who follow me follow me because of my commentary. So um, I'm trying to do this season a little bit different with giving you more commentary, not just five minutes, six minutes, but at least a full 20 minutes or better and count that as an entire episode. So you can always listen to this while you're at the gym, you know, while you're going on your walk. While you're cleaning up your kitchen, uh, just something, you know, to give you uh, an opportunity to think um, about, you know, what we're facing here. And you're always going to get my raw thoughts. You're always going to get straight shot, no chasers. So please make sure you subscribe. Ask a friend to subscribe. This is how we're able to keep this podcast free. This is how we're able to continue to keep giving you this information. And we want to make it known that there are folks, particularly black folks. Uh, that are interested in information and not just gossip. So please subscribe, share, wherever you get your podcast. This is Tesla on Fear Girl, straight shot, no chaser. Until next time, and like I always say, use it, lose it, can't make you choose it. But I hope you do decide to choose to continue to ride to ride with me because I am absolutely riding with you and for you. Until next time, peace, peace, peace.